Mysterious Circumstances is an American Crimecast production. Remember, everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Hey everybody, this is Justin. Welcome to Mysterious Circumstances Podcast for another great episode. Um, I will not be uh, reading reviews tonight for specific reasons, which... I will let everybody know uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, got some really, really big news for everybody. Uh, some of you might hate me. Some of you might thank me. Some of you might be happy. But I will post that on the Facebook page when I post this episode. And I will be ready for hate mail and or good feedback. I don't know. Today's case is a tough one. Um... A lady named Erica got a hold of me and wanted me to do an episode about her friend, Penny Cunningham, who died under some pretty odd circumstances in Thailand while she was backpacking there in December of 2001 uh, when she was 26 years old. little bit about Penny. Um, she was an arts grad. She actually was from New Mills, which was near Stockport, which is about not too far southeast of Manchester, United Kingdom. Uh, she was, by all accounts, a very laid-back, just fun-loving, relaxed, just happy-go-lucky person. Her friend, Erica, who, like I said, requested this and got a hold of me. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, there's not too much information on this case. I honestly get pissed off when people are nothing but a statistic in a country that is literally known for mysterious deaths and disappearances. So, I feel... I don't really feel obligated to do this show, but in a way that I do... Um, and Erica, I hope that I do this case justice for your friend and the group of travelers that you used to backpack with and Penny's family who still has not even remotely gotten any answers to what happened to their daughter. Like I had touched base on earlier, this was a very difficult episode. It it really was. Um, just because of the person that she was but basically a little background about penny like i said she was an art grad uh she was from new new mills derbyshire which is near stockport which is just southwest of manchester united kingdom um she had gone to nottingham university she was the oldest of four children and she had recently before her death uh been basically certified as a master diver she loved the water she loved backpacking she loved traveling uh from all accounts this was her third trip to asia uh, from what i could find out it's pretty much a mystery what happened to her on this specific occasion penny um, decided to travel alone as a lot of backpackers who might frequent the thailand area this is literally a hotbed for backpackers i mean the it's it's beautiful it really is but it is also a very dangerous place to travel alone under some you know circumstances and different situations and stuff like that so basically the story goes 
that she was backpacking uh, on either Panyang Island or Ko Pan either either Panyang Island or Koh Panang totally probably butchered those sorry Thailand she was either on one of those two islands from all accounts that the ferry that she had taken was coming from Panyang Island but it is said by her friend that she absolutely adored Copangang. so there was a good chance that she was actually on that island as well uh, she was going towards the mainland to go to uh, Bangkok or somewhere around that general region. Like I said, there's not too much information on this. Um, but she was heading to the mainland somewhere. Now, if it's a ferry, I'm assuming that they're not going to travel the distance to actually go to, pa- to Bangkok because it is quite the distance. You would think they would just go west to the mainland, which was you know a fraction of the distance and then she was going to catch a train uh, with the intention of returning to Bangkok Uh, she actually had a cousin at the British Embassy there in Bangkok now there's not really too much known in the days or hours leading up to her death but basically here's how the facts that we know play out she had apparently been right around the station uh, right around Surathani, which is in southern Thailand. Now, that would be concurrent with taking the ferry to the mainland. The name of the railway station was called uh, Punpin or Funfin. I'm not sure how to pronounce Thai, so it is what it is. But um, she was near the ra- railway station. Now, it's not known how long she was on the mainland before her death occurred she apparently was two miles away from the actual train station now the story goes that she was either trying to flag flag down a goods train or she was trying to cross the tracks and had only looked one way and not the other and she was initially hit by a cargo train traveling at about 40 miles per hour what makes this whole thing weird is that it is said that she had taken a taxi to the actual railway station and the reason that we know this is because of a note that was found on her body after she had uh, passed away when her body was found she did not have what people refer to as a bum bag Now, a bum bag is something that you would carry your passport and wallet and credit cards and any cash that you might have on you. She did not have this, okay? What she did have is a boarding pass for this train. Now, this boarding boarding pass actually had somebody else's name on it, but that's not even the half of it. On the back of this boarding pass, there was a note, and this note said, I am here to fly with my man, Chris. Where I, where I don't know. This is what my taxi driver said to do. Me and my man Chris are flying at 12.30, so shall I wait for Chris here? That is probably one of the more odd and cryptic notes that you could find. Her passport was actually found 
a couple days later, I believe it was within a week later, and it was found under a market stall at the train station after her death. So it is a pretty safe assumption that she was at some point robbed. When her parents, uh, her father Peter, actually went to Thailand to identify the body, um, it was said he noticed that her eye was swollen like she had been punched in the face. The coroner had later reported, which it was an English coroner from all accounts, I believe his last name was Pollard. When he was going over the body, he noticed that there were lacerations on it. Now, the lacerations on her body proved that she was actually alive when she did get hit by the train, and there was actually no witnesses to confirm that she was she was alone. There were witnesses, but there weren't. There were people who saw her at the train station okay now these witnesses said they saw her at the train station at and around the train station and they said that she was acting confused and disheveled now she refused all help that anybody offered her probably for good reason Um, we'll touch base on that a little bit and probably the only real theory that i do have but she refused all help uh, and basically, was they said she was either trying to cross the tracks or trying to flag down this train as for asking for help or to get out of that area. Now, Thailand is extremely notorious for basically any kind of way to milk money out of you. People love tourists because it is an extremely poor country. I don't think a lot of people realize, but pocket change in the United States is a lot of money in Thailand. Now, when you stop producing money, some of the smiles start to disappear. The confused and disheveled part of the whole, uh, you know, actions before her death would, you know, kind of suggest maybe some drugs and alcohol or something of that nature. Now, upon the autopsy, there was no drugs and no alcohol found in her system so that pretty much rules that out now her father peter actually hired a pi um, a private investigator to investigate this and literally has found absolutely nothing now it is known that sometimes taxi drivers will rob tourists and if they don't provide enough money or if they think that they can provide more money they will sometimes hold them captive as kind of like a makeshift ransom now this was from all my understanding the only time that penny had traveled to asia alone her friend erica you know was actually very proud of her for wanting to do this at alone but at the end of the day it's i think it was pretty known to anybody who knew penny that it's a dangerous situation sometimes when you're alone in a foreign country and this is not known as one of the safest countries for tourists we'll just there are lots of unsolved murders and disappearances in this country every single year so that should be known um the private investigator actually believes that there might have been a police officer also involved with the taxi driver to extort money from penny from all accounts penny like i had said is a very laid-back person very relaxed but from it's my understanding that penny was also very well off 
Now, whether she had communicated this if she was being held captive or if she was robbed at some kind of gunpoint or something of that nature, or, you know, whatever the situation might have been, you know, it's it's really hard telling. It really is. The basic scenario of what we have here is a young lady gets on a ferry from one of the islands. She gets in a taxi to go to Pun Pin Railway Station in southern Thailand. Every person that had seen her tried to help her. She declined their offers and she was acting very disheveled and very, very confused. Now, like I had explained earlier, on the back of this boarding pass, which had somebody else's name on it, and I literally, I tried so hard to find out whose name was on this boarding pass and whether or not this person was tracked down. I literally could not find anything. I tried for at least an entire full day to find out, and I could not. Now, the things that are striking about this note on the back of this boarding pass are, from all accounts, her friend Erica had told me that she did use the term my man when she was talking about, say, a boyfriend or a man that she was in a relationship with. There is no account of anybody knowing a Chris. Uh, none of none of her friends, none of her fellow backpackers, nobody knew anybody named Chris. Now, if you notice, this note is kind of not really all over the place, but it's in broken sentences. Um, I could not get confirmation on whether or not it was in her handwriting. Um, I tried finding any kind of you know pictures or anything like that could not find anything um along with erica who gave me so much inside information about penny um and i love you for it erica thank you so much i know it was very emotional for you to do that and i appreciate that um she could not actually get any pictures of the boarding pass or any of the writing so she personally could not confirm whether it was in her handwriting or not but from all accounts penny was very articulate she was a very, very smart woman. So the broken sentences kind of throw me off a little bit. That and the fact that her passport was found later on after her death under a market stall at that train station. She was hit two miles away from the train station. So that strikes me as quite odd right there. It really, really does. Now I know this is going to be a little bit of a short episode. There's a lot of weirdness going on here. One, Thailand is not a safe place to travel alone. There are two kinds of cops. There are the regular police, and then there are what they call the tourist police. The tourist police are not very helpful. Usually, Thailand kind of would remind me of a place like Tijuana. I spent a lot of time in Tijuana, Mexico, parting my ass off, okay? And you can literally get out of any kind of trouble if you have money and you don't even have to have a lot of money now personally what I think happened is that she had taken this taxi after she had gotten to the mainland from the ferry she was backpacking uh, on her islands and like I said she was by herself personally what I think happened is that after she had gotten in this taxi, this taxi driver notices that she is alone. 
I think the taxi driver robbed her. Um, I think she was beaten up. I'm not sure if she was held captive. Uh, like I said, there were no signs of drug or alcohol abuse. Uh, there was no signs of any kind of sexual assault. So that, that rules that out right there. There's actually no way for a random taxi driver in Thailand to also know that a person is well off. Uh, meaning that their, you know, their family has money. Now, I don't know how much her family might have had. It really doesn't matter. It really does not matter. Because like I had stated earlier, pocket change in Thailand, it, it's a lot. Pocket change to anybody in England or America is a lot to somebody in Thailand. And once you stop producing money, the friendliness of the situation uh, goes away very, very quickly. Now, how somebody could realize that somebody is an easy target. One, she was a young lady. She was out on her own. It's really, really, it's tricky. It really is. What I'm thinking happened is she takes the taxi on the way to the railway station. She gets robbed um, halfway in between. I do believe she might have been held captive for a couple hours. And the only reason I believe that is because of the swollenness of her face. Now, a lot of times you're going to think, well, she got hit by a train going 40 miles an hour. If that train would have hit her face going 40 miles an hour, it would not have left a black eye and swollen her eyes shut. Okay, I'm not trying to be gruesome. I'm just trying to state some facts here, you know stick your head out in front of a car going 40 miles an hour and see if you come up with a swollen eye okay like i said the lacerations on her body that the coroner had found uh suggest that she was still alive when she died uh i honestly believe that she was on the way to the british embassy where she had a cousin who worked whether or not that was the case i'm not sure that's that is just an assumption now the note on the back, I don't know if it would have been a taxi driver or a cop trying to, you know, throw a red heron out there, you know, just trying to distract somebody from what might have really, really happened. I'm not too sure. I wish I could have seen the handwriting and confirmed the handwriting. It's very, very odd to me that note on the back of a boarding pass that has somebody else's name on it. We do know that Penny was robbed. We do know that because her bag had been missing, which contained her passport, wallet, and credit cards. I tried talking to Erica about email activity. Now, this is back in 2001. Uh, not everybody had a cell phone. Not everybody texted. Not everybody was on Instagram, MySpace, whatever you want to call it. Um, they would send emails. Now, when backpackers would travel, uh, it's my understanding that they would send an email about once a week just to let family and friends know that they were okay. I'm not sure if her father actually tried to get any kind of the email information from, you know, we don't know when the last email was sent. So we really honestly do not know if she was held captive or not. We really do not know. Usually, if you would backpack alone, though, you would like to send an email like every two or three days, something of that nature. So, 
with that being said, like I said, I know this is a very short episode and there's not too much information on it, but I find it extremely weird. Uh, especially the note written on the back of the boarding pass. Um, it is definitely, if any of you from England know anything about this, or even any of my listeners in Thailand, I do know I have some. Maybe you guys could shed a little bit of light, maybe post something on the Facebook page. But I really, really wanted to do this episode because Penny's friend is just wanting to get this story out. Penny does not deserve to be another statistic, nor does anybody. But the thing about Thailand is if you were a tourist and you either go missing or end up dead, that's all you are. You don't have a name anymore because this shit happens all the fucking time. And literally nothing gets done about it. The Thai police don't give a shit. Thai government really doesn't give a shit. They don't do anything to help anybody. They really don't. And it drives me fucking insane. It really does. And I'm sorry to drop a barrage of F-bombs right there and cuss. I'll be honest with you. Some of these cases get to me more than others. And I just want everybody to know that this young lady right here was a beautiful, kind-hearted, just just happy-go-lucky person. She lived in the moment. She loved life. She lived it to the fullest. And she was absolutely adored by her family and friends. As you can tell, this happened in 2001. And her friend Erica is still trying to get this story out there. So, Erica, I know we tried. You know, we really didn't solve anything right here. I hope you are satisfied with the story that I tried to get out for you. You know, there's not too much else I can really say about this. It's 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 a very, very sad case. It's one that definitely got to me. Um while talking to Erica, I definitely definitely got emotional more than once be just because of the way that she talked about her. I mean, just a phenomenal young woman. The circumstances surrounding her death are just so puzzling and so questioned and literally nobody knows anything. It's not a suicide. She was disheveled and confused. She was not on drugs. She was not on alcohol. She was not sexually assaulted. She was robbed. She mentions the taxi driver and a man named Chris in this note. Nobody knew a guy named Chris. She was in a taxi. She says that the taxi driver said to do this. And that she was flying at 1230 and she was going to wait for Chris there. Like I said, her passport was found sometime later after her death under a stall, a market stall, at the train station. And it's just just absolutely puzzling. Uh, some of the marks on her body suggest that she was physically assaulted. It's just really hard to put these pieces together. But Erica, I really, really hope that I did this story justice. I hope I did your friend justice. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to lose a dear friend like this. I suppose until next time, good people, I will definitely see you guys on the flip side.